Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J. Naylor. Hi, and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. Thank you for joining me, and I'm delighted to welcome the fabulous Claire Quirk, who um, is quirky by nature too. (laughs) But I'm going to pass you over to Claire. Thank you so much for joining us from the other side of the world. So please do take centre stage, Claire, and introduce yourself to my uh, fabulous listeners. Hello there, it is a pleasure to be here and as you'll be able to hear I am Scottish but I live all the way over here in Mexico. So as Sarah introduced me, my name is Claire Quirk and I work as a spiritual and intuitive mentor and I also have another business running ayahuasca retreats. So um, I'm very into all of these chats, anything happiness, anything spirit, I'm your girl. (laughs) absolutely and yes I think really you really have to for those who don't understand ayahuasca because I even struggle I know what it is but I struggle (laughs) I struggle to pronounce the name but it's um yeah it's it's, well it's obviously quite spiritual and I I said magical I'm not quite sure I used used to use ought to use the term magical but it's um, quite an amazing explain more because everything aligned with all of spiritual energy you know I'm very in tune with as you know myself but uh, for those those who aren't so attuned, tuned in or understanding. Can you really sort of enlighten everybody as to what it all involves, what it entails, Claire? Of course, I'll just give a wee quick brief overview here. So ayahuasca is a plant, it's actually a vine that is found in the Amazon jungle. So you will find it in Ecuador, Peru, Colombia and Brazil. And it's a plant medicine that has been used by the indigenous communities for millennia. And um, the shamans that we work with, they will make it into a tea type drink and we use it in a ceremonial setting. People will use the medicine for many, many different reasons. So people that will tend to come and work with us in retreats, they are perhaps struggling with a physical illness per se. They may have cancer, they may have psoriasis, a thyroid issue, whatever it is. Um, They may have emotional problems, um, anxiety, depression, all these types of things, Um, or maybe being a bit lost in their life, or they want to heal from past traumas, or solely that, you know, they may be wanting to connect more with spirit, because bear in mind, when we're working with ayahuasca, everything obviously has a spirit, yeah? We have Mm -hmm. spirits, water has a spirit, plants have spirits so what has happened is it's the spirit of the plant that is used to heal us and we go through a big purging process so as we know um, trauma is stored in our memories but it's also stored Mm -hmm. in our physical body as well and our emotions so what has happened is we go through a purging process because it's all these things that block us from having a happy life essentially yes so when we can purge all of these out and when we can heal ourselves when we can forgive people who have wronged us when we can connect with spirit then obviously we then go on to to live a much much happier life so it's a very very beautiful beautiful medicine to work with it's all energy orientated work so yeah. everything is energy and the power of it i mean i've been aware of it i've not tried it myself it's something i'd in fact i would personally love to come to south america keep on seeing your photographs on instagram (laughs) i'm going i will be on that flight i will be on that flight (laughs) jungle with me yeah but like you said it's all energy work because 
when we, you know, anything, whether it be a physical and emotional illness or, or whatever it is that, that we have, or just a bit, you know, if we're just not too joyful or if we lack self-confidence or whatever, everything is the, the manifestation of a spiritual illness, if, if you will. So what has happened is the energy of the spirit has been woven back into alignment when we're working with these these types of medicines. So it's beautiful. So yeah, you're invited Come yes, and I will be there. <laughs> we'll, we'll get a team from the UK over. <laughs> but it is, I mean, I've read and understand so much about it and I know how powerful it is and how it can change people's lives. Because whenever you sort of work with the energy, when you purge that energy, because as you said, you know, trauma creates blockages within our system, within the meridian lines, within all the, well, we're all energy, aren't we? We're all sort of atoms vibrating at a frequency to create the physical being that we're actually in as it is. And that's all different frequencies. And as you say, you know, we've all got that spirit coming through us, whether we're plant, animal, human whatever it is and it's how it's shifting that energy and that vibrational frequency to allow that to flow it's like taking a rock out of the river then it can go go straight down again rather than it being blocked and having to go around and causing a bit of a bump in the road and creating that flow and that's the thing because people think there's something wrong with them or there's something deficient in them but we're all born beautiful pure source beings and if you like to think of you know in our energy lines in our chakras you know Mm -hmm. they're underneath and they're just glowing beautifully but it's like they're covered in in muck if you will you know it's like they're covered and dried in muck and then we have to clear it away and wash it away and then people can shine and radiate and you know with my, my very own eyes I've witnessed pure miracles happen I'm talking people who have had chronic depression for 30 plus years come wow. drink the medicine and boom it's gone we also worked with a, a beautiful lady who was told she was only in her late 20s was told she would need a hysterectomy couldn't have any more kids all this type of thing um she came with us she drank the medicine completely healed her womb she's just actually had another baby who must be about three months old now doesn't wow pure wow. miracles miracles i don't know if you've read it or not whether when we've spoken you know in the past uh the, have you heard of the book called Anna Hunt, The Shaman in Stilettos? I've read that. Uh-huh. It's brilliant. I just love that book. I, I've, I've actually done one of Anna's courses in London as well. Uh, well, it was, a, it was a day course. It took me forever to actually find the venue, but anyway, that's another story. But yeah, I, I just love that book. It's and it's really, really interesting. So I do. If anybody is interested, it's it's a really fascinating read because it's it's kind of autobiographical, really, isn't it? And it's in a her really journey. easy read and very kind of applicable to the Western world as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I say I've read, read other books myself about shamanism as well. I mean, it's just that, sort of, and I love all the sort of shamanic music and energy movement Beautiful. and just. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Your backstory before you got to where you are, because, you know, being, is it Glasgow you're from originally? Glasgow, yeah. Yes, I mean, it's not been, you've not had an easy journey, have you, Claire? And a beautiful journey nonetheless, and I'm so thankful now for my journey. But, you know, this is why I think it's so important that people like ourselves are, are telling our stories, because I always think of it as a massive, massive story, I hope, because I did indeed used to live a very, very different life. And I'm sure like a lot of your, your listeners as well, since very, very early childhood, was very, very highly sensitive, very empathic, but um, very, very disempowered in that state. So <clears throat> my life's journey has been one to, to of healing and empowerment because 
you know, I just, I lacked all the self-love, I lacked the happiness, I lacked the self-confidence. By the time I was in my teens, I had developed uh, drug and alcohol addictions that I had for nearly 15 years, actually. Wow. I had, you know, chronic anxiety and depression, suicidal, psychosis, mania, nervous breakdown. I mean, do you know, I, I went through it all. Um, wow. Until, and, you know, was living a very, very unhappy life, was just so deeply unhappy but I didn't know a different way until like a lot of people the awakening story I just had this bonf realization one day because I was a massive victim as well I blamed everybody else bar me and then one day I was like do you know what like I need to choose a different path like this is my, my only way out. I just can't go on like this mm -hmm. anymore. And as soon as I had that realisation and set that intention out to the universe, everything transformed in my life. Absolutely everything. And that is the power of intention, you know, mm -hmm. and the power of radical responsibility and after that I was and I used to be like see all this spirit stuff and angels <laughs> and I was so closed off I was so ignorant I was so unaware but that's how I can really understand people because I'm like I've been there you know and mm -hmm. um, I just went on a, a beautiful journey and and then I was gifted uh, an awakening and once you're on the awakening path that is you and it's just unfolded ever since then and there's always new depths take there's always new growth there's always new levels mm -hmm. and that's not to say at times you know that that people because we don't experience challenging times or times where we're you know unhappy or we feel a bit stuck or whatever it's par for the course that's life it's learning and, and growth but um, we start to view things don't we Sarah with a completely and utterly different mindset we understand that everything is happening in accordance with our our highest growth our highest good our highest evolution and it's up to us to take the lessons from all the situations to learn what we're here to learn and then we start up leveling again yeah and it is it's all about that and whenever you think oh right i've just broken this through sometimes you're really something else is thrusting itself at me are you sure is it not time to have a bit of a lie down <laughs> as you say that awakening and understanding and that it's about taking responsibility for the self you know you can't as you were saying you're being the victim and you're blaming other people you can't you the only person that you can change is yourself and in changing your behavior your response your view your perspective on things and you change your experience of the scenario and it it takes you become a bit like teflon with things you yeah. know it can slide off you because it doesn't touch you because it doesn't matter because that's how i accept that you know whatever's thrown on the table at any one time yeah are the cards that i deal with on that particular day at that particular moment yeah. yes there are sort of challenges around other stuff and every so often you know, we st we all still do have those sort of down days, but I know and I recognise them personally that I know it'll be usually like a 24, 48 hour thing. Yeah. And I'll go, I know I've got the wherewithal to kick myself back into touch and go give myself a kick at the backside and go with it. The stuff that comes up is what you learn from and what you grow from. But it is quite nice to have a little bit of a break every so often. <laughs> just go, and breathe. But it's just great, isn't it? Because you feel so much happier as a result because you've not got any outcome expectations. You know, yeah. you don't think I will be happy when this happens, when that happens, or I was happier yesterday. It's about being happy in the now. It's about being yeah. and loving all the stuff that you are. I mean, I personally did a podcast recording on somebody else's podcast 
today, in fact. Um, how is your life? How do you live your life now? You know, what, what is it? You, what make, I said, it all makes me happy. I'm just happy yeah. with life, you know. We are responsible for our, our own happiness, isn't it? And like you're saying there, it's about we learn as we evolve and we grow to sit in the pure acceptance of whatever and not become at, as attached to them. And like you're saying, really sitting in the now. And this is how we create the future, isn't it? By, you know, the c collapsing the time and space from the future into the now. And this is how the, the path to, to happiness unfolds. This is one thing I really um, teach out to, to my clients this is why it's so important and especially as empaths we start to become very very aware of our own energetic bodies because once we start to become aware of our own energetic body we understand what is pulling us out of alignment and what is helping us to really be in that and, and to feel this joy and happiness. So it's a great thing, you know, if we're, for example, you're working with a client that suffers from poor boundaries, people pleasing behaviours, etc., these types of things. So getting them to be really conscious of what is it that actually makes you happy? What is ascending your energy? And for me, like anybody that knows me knows that I am animal mad, especially... <laughs> Dogs, I'm like dogs, dogs, dogs all day long. And I always say I steal energy. I'm like a an energy stealer from the dogs, do you know? Because walking down the street and I touch a dog, I'm just filled with so much joy. And, and it's getting to understand all these little things that really, really increase your joy. And one thing that makes me really joyful is sitting in my own energy. It's just sitting in that pure space, mm -hmm. that pure peace, the pure now, the, the pure knowing. It makes you very, very joyful, but a very pure level because obviously we can say, you know, dogs make me happy, spending good time time with my friends make me happy spending time in the jungle working with plant medicines etc makes me happy but essentially it's stripping that all back to know that we can always tap into that source of joy within us and this is why it's so important that at various points throughout the day you know obviously meditation is a, a skill that we have to develop but dropping into that awareness at numerous points during the day to be like ah I can tap back into happiness and joy and source whenever I want, regardless of what's going on externally. Because let's face it, the world out there is madness. It's chaos. It is. And if we could all sort of come back to this and change it from here, that would be absolutely marvellous. And hopefully, you know, as people become more aware and raise their vibrational frequency, maybe, you know, you never know that that could happen. But we have to start with the self, don't we? And that sort of time out is so important because we can get caught up with that energy that you can get caught up you, you can be on this path that you know you're going on that feels absolutely right and suddenly you sort of have a, a bit of a magpie thing going off and you go oh shiny thing <laughs> that sounds like something i'd like to do and off you go and suddenly you find out you're sort of in a world that's kind of a little bit out of alignment but there's, there's lessons in learning that you pick up bits i mean i'm a firm believer that whatever you do in terms of learning you you take out the bits that you want it's not about repeating exactly what somebody else is teaching you anyway because yeah. we're all different we all operate in a different way and we all are unique so we're not a cookie cutter sort of replication of each other we, we've all got our unique talents we can take the little bits that we want but what i'm saying is we we can find ourselves off track but the beauty of it is we can always jump back in to our natural flow having sort of taken that sort of diversion it's a, it's a bit like my journey to visit my friends going out for a meal of the night and realizing i'd arrived at the wrong venue <laughs> and you just laugh about it you take it on the way but we've alluded to it already but how have you used your 
now positive mindset to sort of overcome challenging situations because I mean you did have a lot of challenging situations but it wasn't until you had that aha moment but how have you subsequently used that to overcome challenging situations we all we all get them because now I have that pure knowing and pure understanding whereas before things would happen to me and I would just spiral down into a depression Mm -hmm. or whatever because it's like why like why me poor me this isn't fair do you know and we need to be very conscious of this victim mentality whereas now you know I really do view anything because we go through like challenging things in life and especially as as business owners you know we have these Mm -hmm. very successful businesses that, that, that we have created over the years that, that that are incredible but at times you know we're seeing our, our own challenges but really it's coming from that higher awareness of understanding that they really have been to teach us so is that the, 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 the knowing can get even more profound so we start viewing these things as ah what is it that's happening here what is it i have to shift what is it i have to work on what is it i have to bring awareness through here Mm -hmm. to learn this lesson so is that i can then move out of this state because if we don't develop that skill the divine keeps sending us all these repeated situations (laughs) oh yes (laughs) and you see this in people for example the classic example is people in toxic relationships will jump from one toxic relationship to the other why me? Why is this always happening? Why am I always attracting arseholes to me, etc.? And it's like, because you're not learning your lessons. It's you that has to change and has to shift for you to be able to access the happiness here. But you're Absolutely. not a profound lesson in it. You're looking at it within, within the, you know, the delusion of the 3D matrix. You're not mm-hmm. looking at source here, at divinity and understand what spirit's trying to teach you. It's that pattern of behaviour. If you keep on getting the same results, you need to change your behaviour. <laughs> simplest terms. It's like, okay, what do I need to do differently? I, you know, on a personal level, you know, I, I face sort of challenges. I'm very much solution focused. It's, well, how can I look at this differently? I mean, when we look at the whole COVID thing, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> can't do much about that. How can I look at it differently and channel my energy accordingly? And it's changing your patterns of behaviour. It's getting out of that stuck record groove, isn't it? Many of the younger listeners might not know what a record groove is. <laughs> we are getting a resurgence of vinyl. <laughs> Like me, I said to somebody the other day, oh, I'll, I'll find like that on CD and send it to you. I'm like, Claire, nobody has CDs these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, do you know what? I have CDs in my car and I've never had a downloaded MP. I, ne- I never, never worked. I think I missed the MP3 download thing. I mean, I do have things on Spotify, but other venues are available. But <laughs> I just, I like, I don't know about you. I mean, this is going completely off topic. Well, just not because it's what makes you happy. Um, records. Why did you used to have albums and you had the album cover, the album cover artwork you'd pull out the record on the inner sleeve would be all the lyrics so you could I'm, I'm no singer but you could follow you could sing along you'll give it a bash anyway yeah oh absolutely yeah absolutely and that, that was why I went wrong a bit yesterday when I was a couple of days ago and I was driving to meet some friends I was singing along to the Spice Girls in the car because they were on, ra- on the radio just like tell me what do you want what do you really really want I can't sing I can't sing but, but the record you used to have to put the record on the deck didn't you and wait for it to drop down then the arm would go across onto the record player and then you'd get your six tracks and then it would finish and you'd pick it up you'd turn it over so you could get the other side mm-hmm. it was an experience you'd burn calories just doing that yes. <laughs> <laughs> bring back vinyl which i think they are partially doing 
I don't know. But this is another interesting, by the by, but about the ascension that we're moving through, you know, to, to, to the higher realms of existence. Everything in the physical realm takes place at a, a much slower vibrational feel because nothing is actually solid mass, but it's perceived to be that here yes. in, in the 3D, isn't it? And if you look uh-huh. at it in the olden days where to send, you know, communicate with somebody hundreds of years ago, you had to like send a letter and it would take absolutely weeks or however long to get there type of thing. And, do you know, like you're talking about with the record, you have to get it and you put it on and then you're moving the little needle on it. Like everything is moving to digital and everything is happening at such a, a rapid, rapid pace now. And this is why we can all as well feel time passing so, so much more quickly now because the vibrational frequency of the earth due to the ascension and everything is this is because we're moving towards these high vibrational energies you know which is affecting Mm -hmm. our perception of the past in a time which of course is an illusion life's an illusion of our own creation isn't it i mean it's how we perceive it and it's what we project out what we transmit back and we see it how we want to see it based on our previous experiences but uh, but yes you know you're right it, it is speeding up things do move faster things do move quicker we are living longer ironically i guess as a, as a result of that because you know things are speeding up but this is how we get really skilled at manifestation as well and creating a happier life because we know whatever we are focusing our energy on is what is going to manifest and the more skilled we get at this the more we understand energy the quicker we can bring happiness and joy into our life and the things that we desire isn't it it's from a holistic perspective isn't it it's not about materialism at all it's it's about what makes you happy from within it's all the inner work i'm not knocking having nice things because you know i I really love beautiful pieces of jewellery, you know, sort of silver, and I like an original pieces of artwork. But it's it's uh, admiring the beauty within that. I've never been a label person. I've never been somebody who, oh, I, I won't be happy until I have the next car because I wouldn't know what it was unless what colour it was. Oh, I'll have one in blue. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's about that happiness that, you know, just being enjoying life and enjo- enjoying and being the acceptance of who you are and your authentic true self identifying with that or your kinks your foibles you know what it is that makes you as a that makes you up as a person that doesn't impact on a negative way you know on other people as long as what you're interested in isn't sort of harm harming anybody in a sort of detrimental way if it's sort of acceptable it's understand you know it's something that makes you happy makes you laugh makes you have a good time i don't see any problem with that you know i don't who cares what somebody dresses like you know mm-hmm. yeah it's how they are as a person and a spirit you know but somebody else's perception of well if you can't wear high heels a tire shirt and a flat cap you know if you want to wear that wear it you know and people will be acting out of their own levels of awareness but that's the stage that we're at and it's just to go in and uh, acceptance of it and not take it personally for us but like you were saying there you know it's that old cliche that happiness is an inside job and this is something I know very well because I had you know up until then created a very unhappy life for myself and do you know like you all have heard this a million times from now but it takes work to turn it around to create happiness because we have learned and we have almost been schooled and indoctrinated with how to be unhappy because we're Mm -hmm. always seeking without and it takes us to develop these disciplines and I did a post about this the other day do you know your your spiritual work and, and your spiritual practices they really have to start as a discipline we really have to 
to try and we really have to implement consistently because we're overhauling decades worth of misconditioning here but then oh, yes. it becomes a pure devotion it comes from a place of joy and love and we realize ah th this like devotion actually makes me happy because here i am creating this happiness within me by doing x y and z as you say there's a decades of work and actually then you can go back sort of historically can't you, you can go down sort of lineage and sort of energetically going back what, what's been brought through and yeah. it's understanding that but it's it's kind of giving a nod to it but knowing that you can let it go mm -hmm. it, you, you have to let it go you have to not drag all that stuff with you it's about where we are today where we are in the now what we what we've learned from all of that but not to sort of keep on harping on about what happened in the past because it's happened it's what shaped us as to who we are today so where are we where are we today and what can we lift and take forward into the future you know and it's beautiful that, that we've come to that space, you know, and this is the beauty of the, the internet and everything and how accessible information is. Because I always say, look at people in days gone by, even if you're going back maybe only about 50, 60 years or something, the, you know, the the boy would leave school and he would go into work and whatever his father did, etc. The girl would leave school and, you know, they would get married. She would be the homemaker, raise a family. And once you were in that life, that was it. That's just your lot in life. And now we're starting to learn, no, that was just an indoctrination. That was misconditioning. Mm -hmm. Now we're learning we have the ability to create any type of life that we want. You don't need a degree to be successful. You don't have to go to uni you don't have to have the typical you know um husband and two kids life and have this type of job to be happy what is meaningful what is happy to you what's going to make your heart sing and now we're realizing oh i can do whatever i want in my life look, look it's a realm of infinite possibility <laughs> absolutely no you, you're absolutely right it is what makes your heart sing what are you passionate about what do you love doing connect with it align with it get your career aligned with it and this is something i'm passionate about doing that's why i wrote my book and that's why i, I support people and encourage people to sort of tap into that because wherever you've got a talent a passion it's always going to be a career aligned whether you're employed self-employed and, and we're in a great time now where more and more people are becoming self-employed and doing it for themselves rather than being part of this sort of production line of you know of industry that probably kept, well it came about didn't it really because of the industrial revolution and prior to that you had a lot more sort of independent industries but that mass industry has now become so much so automated it's releasing people to go back to tapping into their natural talents and abilities but we've taken that stage well much many more stages along because it's we're talking more sort of holistic more energetics rather than products and and that's where we're at that that's that we're going back to that frequency and uh, mm. it's really aligning yourself with that and allowing yourself to be you know but it is difficult people get caught up in as you've alluded to relationships whereby somebody's sort of controlling them but it's understanding that you you do have to take that deep breath and move away from it if that is the case you know mm -hmm. however challenging it might seem it it is down to you at the end of the day because if you don't nothing will change you have to take that responsibility for yourself and it might sound very easy for me to say but you know I, I was in a challenging relationship myself for 20 years not to not to 
you know a physical level but it wasn't an easy relationship I, I you know in latter you know, realized it was more narcissistic and uh, I didn't have a, you know I didn't have a lifestyle I didn't have didn't live the life I live now but you have to take responsibility and I've rebuilt my life up over the last 16 years and I've become the person as he pointed out to me I was meant to be <laughs> what a compliment <laughs> That's why we go through the unhappiness and the trauma, and so as it can, we we're we're getting triggered enough to to go into this state of of empowerment and be like, do you know, mm-hmm. I am going to go out there and seize happiness, and and I think it's so important for for people to understand, you know, when you start to work at a very profound energetic level, and we start to understand everything as an energy, and like this is wild, because for example, in in ayahuasca, and always give out this example. I have seen sound move with my eyes, right? It's wild, but everything is absolutely energy and they've proven this through science. So we know that enlightenment and and joy, for example, have a very high vibrational frequency, whereas jealousy, anger, for example, these types of, of emotions vibrate at a much lower frequency so therefore it follows we have to look at our life and we're like what is giving us these states of joy and follow them more do more of them because they're helping your ascension process and look at what things what relationships what situations in my life are dragging me down energetically and when you start to look at it in this type of level it's so so eye-opening because we realize we have the control there to create happiness through our own energetic ascension, but it takes us to make conscious decisions and to take inspired action. And this is how you'll see so many people, you're like, you're the person to be talking about as well with, with manifestation. It's like, let's just sit there and manifest these things and envisage these things, but they're forgetting about the divine law of inspired action. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I talk about this myself, you know, the law of attraction. In fact, there's a there's a great quote um, I took out of a book by Rob Moore and in Life Leverage, and he calls it the law of attraction without action is a distraction. I mean, basically, you can't go, right, okay, I'm going to... Uh, manifest that into my life and then sit in front of the latest soap and wait for it to happen no you have to take action you have to be aware you have to be tuned in you have to know and observe and be aware of to be able to bring about those changes and those vibrational frequencies and those energies that you reference you know yes when you can feel it when somebody with low level energy has been into a room and you have to clear it Likewise, when you're around light people, you feel the energy lift and you those are the people you want to be around. You want mm-hmm. to be around people with high vibe because, yeah, okay, we all get our down days, but those lessons are to be learned from but to move away from because actually yeah. the more you get into a low level vibe, it brings you down. But if you're up, you can help people up, but you can't go down to that level again. Once you've gone up from it, you have to be up there to help people up but not go down to help them up, if that and, makes and, sense. And you, you attract what you are as well. Do you know what I would always say to my clients, especially that say if they're, they're still at the very beginning of their, their journey, I'm like, keep your circle small. Do you know who in your life do you have that makes you feel good about yourself and happy you know keep your circle small but when you get to do you know I kind of um, more evolved on the path per se now like my circle of people is just so wide I have like a huge amount of incredible people all over the world this is the great thing because you've ascended to that and that is what you attract to you 
Are there any other tips that you would give to the listeners, sort of easy tips for them to sort of take away that they can bring happiness into their lives or how they can harness happiness in their life? What I think is very important for them to know because you will get coaches out there who are working on the mindset, they're working on energy, they're working in subconscious, they're working in strategy, okay? You have to understand it's working on all of the different levels, yeah? So, for example, and I'll go back to when I was first moving away and transforming my life, right? I had to work on my healing work, so I was having to heal things at a very, very deep subconscious level. So, you know, and this is hard to do, guys. We have to go there because we have suppressed so much sadness and anger and heartache, you know, that is that is stored on us in so many different levels. And we have to go back there and feel it, to process it, to release it. So we have to do our subconscious work. But then, do you know, in terms of the mindset work, because um, we um, learn throughout the years or adopt a very strong inner critic, typically, it says, oh, you can't do that, you might fail, you're too fat, da-da-da-da-da, whatever it may be, this inner chatter. Mm-hmm. So we also have to work on the inner critic, which is, which is backing up these subconscious belief systems that we have created and imprinted on our subconscious about ourselves, and then also working on an energetic level as well. And if you happen to have a business, obviously strategy comes into play with it as well, but you know, don't you can't just work on one level. And I was speaking to a guy recently who's done tons of healing work and he's been working with the plant medicines, ex-addict as well. He really has managed to transform his life a lot. But he was like, I feel as if I've hit a wall now. And I'm like, the reason you've hit a wall is because you're working in such a deep and profound level, which is incredible, but you're not tackling your mindset what is this chatter on a day-to-day level and when we Mm -hmm. can start to transform as you know i always say this inner critic to inner coach you know and really transform this inner voice there boom more happiness comes also it's being aware of your thoughts and putting strategies as you said into into place i mean i coach myself around on that all the time and now my mindset is i i think positively and if I catch myself with a, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, I, I then instantly reframe it to what do I, what I can do rather than what I can't do or what I want to do rather than what I don't want to do. And it's just those shift changes in how you actually think. And, and I love the power of the reframe. It's absolutely awesome oh, yeah. because you just need to think of something in a different way and you need to catch yourself. When I do it when I'm doing emails and whenever I'm writing... As soon as I, because it's automatic, because all that brain training we had <laughs> growing up, you know, da, da, da. oh, no, oh, actually, because uh, the subconscious doesn't recognise the negative. So whatever you say in the negative, it's going to attract to you anyway. So it's about putting the positives in to attract what you want to attract. And it's it's reprogramming, because your, your mind's just like an, a, a computer programme. So it's about reprogramming what you want it to be saying to your subconscious Uh, And we have the ability to do that as well. And as you said, it all takes work. It's consistency. It's looking at, looking at and reworking and rethinking and doing the inner work. And it, but it works because, you know, you're happy. I'm happy. (laughs) Absolutely. And like you're saying, it's something you get very skilled at doing, reframing and helping your clients with that as well. And for example, Mm. I have a client and she was doing, she's a brilliant coach and she'd created this successful business, you know, got up to her like 10K months and everything like this. 
and then she had went into she felt like blocked as if it had stopped yeah but yeah, yeah. what happened is part of her story she had been in really terrible toxic relationships okay so she really had to heal that and now she's mm-hmm. met an, an, an incredible guy and she's an incredible partnership there but what had happened to her before with the last toxic relationship that she was in was that as soon as she had become a bit dependent on him everything the relationship fell apart they'd moved in together it all fell apart so it's triggering the abandonment da, 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 all this type of thing again so what had happened is she had went into this space where she felt blocked into um you know signing up clients attracting money into her life all this type of thing but her boyfriend had turned around and says don't you worry about money just now i'm going to help you with with all of this just now so it was helping her to get that reframe there that you have actually been sent this to allow for more profound levels of healing for you to Mm -hmm. be able to understand that it's okay to be loved and supported and vulnerable and dependent in somebody and that you're not going to be repeating these same patterns and he's actually just proposed to her just yesterday there's there's lessons in everything so if we think this is a money thing here and what you'll find you know if you are coaches with your clients it's never a money thing it's never the issue there there's always these deeper levels and when we can start to reframe them it's like ah we learned the lesson there and boom start to shift again into our lives and the things we want into our lives I mean I was uh, single for five years but I decided that you know I wasn't going to end up in another relationship that wasn't right because I'd had a couple well yes that were were challenging and it was do you know what it was hinged on a phrase that my I think my mother had said to me years ago, oh, you do like a challenge. And I'd sort of associated that with a relationship, not realising that that actually, no. And it's funny how sort of one sentence, one word, one phrase can impact mm-hmm. you. And and then I thought, actually, I don't need, I, I, I get enough of a challenge because I do. I, I like, I like to learn. I like to do stuff. I like to, you know, embrace things. And, you know, I won't be, and I'll stand my ground and, you know, I, I, however you know the previous relationships were I'd always stand my ground you know however I don't need that in a relationship and I have now the most loving and amazing relationship with Gareth it's just amazing you know it's I couldn't want for any more you know it's just brilliant and we do so many things together and that's what I wanted something I could be with you know but we can be independent of each other as well and as you say it's about what we put out is 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 what we get back Oh, <laughs> it's been absolutely amazing thank you so much for coming on and sort of sharing all of your wisdom your insight your energy your drive your passions it's just been absolutely fantastic thank you so much and i will be i will be my intention uh, that's another really important takeaway intentions be mindful of your intentions and be clear with your intentions and be specific. I will be on that plane to Mexico and I yeah. will come out to see you. But if anybody else does want to come out to see you in the meantime, how do they get in touch with you? So you can follow me on the Instagram. It is I am Claire Quirk. We can just put a, a little um, note in this, if you will, or on the Facebook as well. You can find me via Sarah. It's Claire 
Quirk, which is Q-U-I-R-K. I totally enjoyed it. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> You're very welcome. So thank you, everyone, for listening. This is me, myself, Sarah J. Naylor at Harnessing Happiness with my fabulous guest, Claire Quirk. I wish you all well. And please, if you've enjoyed this episode, do uh, subscribe or follow and uh, rate and review because the more happiness we can spread globally and raise the vibrational frequency of the world, the better. Thank you very much for listening. Take care. Lots of love. Thanks for listening to the Harnessing Happiness podcast with Sarah J. Naylor. If you took value from the content, please follow the show on your podcast app. And to find out more about Sarah's ape mindset, visit sarahjnaylor.com. That's sarahjnaylor.com.